Hi, hello, and welcome to the third episode of Release. I am so happy and honored and grateful that you've decided to spend a small fraction of your day with me. So thank you for being here. Uh, To begin this episode, I wanted to talk about kind of how things have been working out. Um, One of my first issues when I first decided that I wanted to do this was that I wouldn't be able to come up with any topics. It's not that I don't have an opinion on anything because I definitely have very strong opinions, but it was more about coming up with things that were relatable, not too niche, because I tend to go into my head and create more boxes for myself. So I needed to come up with a topic that was um, relatable and that I could speak on for an extended amount of time. Because the topics that I was coming up with before were very specific like it was like over sexualization of black women or why men need to blah 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 and realistically they were too specific like the things that I was coming up with were things that could be put into one episode and not to say that I'm not going to talk about all of the things like the things I just mentioned, because I will definitely be speaking on them, but in a way that doesn't feel like I'm preaching and more like I'm learning alongside the person that is listening. I hope that makes sense. But all that to say that every time I have this doubt and this fear Literally, right after I press publish. Like, I thought it would disappear when I started kind of getting into, you know, getting into the groove of things. And then just randomly a bunch of topics would come to me. And then I would have them to pick from. And then once I pick one, I can just write about it and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. That was and is quite far from what actually happens. Because I feel like when I'm speaking on things... It has to be right. It has to be, I have to be guided to it in a way that allows me, like I said, to be able to speak on it from a perspective, from a wider perspective than just hurt, if that makes sense. Because I was speaking on things, or I want to speak on things like over-sexualization because I was hurt. And it's not to say that those issues don't exist in society because they do. It's just that I needed to approach them from a place of a central place of being. And I hope that makes sense because I was looking at it from my own perspective and it's like I needed to look at it from like an objective view like these are the things that are happening and I'm not gonna say uh you're shitty for doing this but it's more like these are the issues that 
are present in life and I'm going to speak on them. Like I said, I'm also a student. I'm not trying to preach to anybody. Um, and I find that every time I get into that headspace of doubt and it starts getting closer to the day that I want to record and closer to uh, the release, haha, <laughs> the release date um, of the episode, it just clicks. And I feel like I'm going to have a story for you guys every week or every episode drop because we um, or I post every two weeks uh so this week's episode is sponsored by shadow work (laughs) Uh, um like a week ago two weeks ago i think i was doing some shadow work and for those of you who don't know shadow okay your shadow is kind of um the hidden part of you it's the part that is traumatized and hurt and it's like part of you that you kind of push down because you feel like you just can't approach it and sometimes your body represses these kind of things to make you able to just survive because sometimes you're not ready for the pain that you're actually you're not able you're not ready to conceptualize or articulate the pain that you're feeling you just want to live your life um And so shadow work is kind of pulling all of that shit out of the depths of your soul and kind of laying it out in front of you and saying, okay, these are the issues that I struggle with and I'm picking them apart to be able to heal that broken part of me. So obviously my whole self can heal and I can move forward and I can make space, make room for the beauty that is approaching in my life. Because in real, in reality, you're holding so much space within yourself for your pain and you don't even realize it. But anyway, that is your shadow. So Shadow work um, for me is normally journaling, but it can be a lot of things. Uh, Shadow work can be writing a gratitude letter or um, writing a journal prompt or going to therapy or whatever the case may be. If you're interested, you can Google a bunch of ways and ways that work for you because what works for me may not work for you. But um I was writing on this prompt and the prompt was, how can I cultivate more calm and patience when I begin to feel myself growing impatient with internal and external circumstances? And that is exactly what I'm struggling with right now. I feel like right now there are so many things happening outside of us that we can't control a lot of pressures are being put on us because of things like covid um and it's like all of these things are happening outside of us and we still have our personal lives to deal with it feels like there is 
so much on all of our plates. For me personally, I know I'm feeling it and I've talked to people and they said that it's a lot too. So I'm going to make a generalized statement. I don't like making generalized statements, but I'll make a generalized statement that right now is a rough time for a lot of people. And it's like as soon as one thing feels like it's being fixed, something else comes up. And it's like, fuck, I can't even get my footing in my own life. But I have to kind of try to regulate all of these other things that are happening around me. And I find when I feel that way, I shovel myself into this worry wormhole. Like I shovel myself, I keep saying shovel, I don't know why the fuck I decided to say shovel, but I push myself into this uh paralysis of worry i literally start thinking about i start thinking about one thing and then it snowballs and then i'm literally just having a breakdown and if you were to sit and ask me oh why are you crying like are you okay i wouldn't know how to answer you because it's like there's so much shit How do I pinpoint exactly what is making me cry? So when this kind of feeling, this kind of uh, constant anxiety was at its worst, was when I first started going to therapy. Um, And every time, like after my, uh, my session was done, she'd ask me, like, do you want a book? an appointment for next week or do you want to space it out or do you want to you know contact me when you feel like you need um, that support and I would always pick the last option because I felt like I can handle this shit this is shit I've been handling for my whole fucking life I got it girl like you don't even need to worry about me I'm cool but then when I got to that that small thread, that last thread, that small point, that last, I keep saying small and last, but that last point of desperation, I would reach out to her and then I would start listing all of this shit. She's like, okay, so hi, how are you? Um, so she, this is definitely not relevant, but she, um, when we, when I go into her office, she I take off my mask she takes off her mask and she has like a little glass thingy you know COVID a little glass thingy protecting her and then we talk I feel like it's more personal if I have my mask on then maybe she won't be able to hear me because I tend to speak really quietly um so when I would list all of these things to her I could see on her face it's like her frown would deepen and she'd be like if anybody was dealing with even one of the things that you're dealing with, they would be overwhelmed. I can't imagine how you feel with all of these things happening. And the first time I did it, the first time I came to her with this long list of shit that was happening, she recommended that I started using grounding exercises to help me stay in my body. And the first time, I felt so 
fucking stupid. Like, I remember this was a point when I was having breakdowns everywhere. Like, I was having breakdowns after class. I was having breakdowns at the mall. Um, Every place that has, like, a secluded bathroom, I was having breakdowns there. Um... And that's just to say that this comes in this time. Like, I was on the bus, and this comes in this time. I mean, it was around this time of me having um, constant breakdowns. And that's important because I was on my way home. I was on the bus. Shout out public transit. Anyway, um... I was on the bus and I felt, because I was used to the way that a breakdown would feel, um, I felt this like darkness in my chest. I felt this heaviness, this pain, and I knew it was coming and I was on the bus and I was like, fuck, I can't cry. To hold in the tears till I get home, I can't cry. Um, and then I started doing the, the uh, exercise that she recommended, which was kind of like, making two fists and just kind of finding ways to feel as if I exist. Like try to put myself in the moment and kind of be in that moment at that time. Um, And I was so frustrated. I think the reason why I didn't cry on the bus is because I was so pissed. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I was like, why the fuck do I need to do this? Obviously, I know that I'm in my body. This shit is dumb. Um, but now I realize that I was and am dealing with some tough shit. Because at that point, I was like, nobody else has to do this. Why do I? Um, but then I realized that I have to develop these tools and I have to work twice three times four times as hard as other people to keep myself afloat and it sounds kind of sad to say but that's the reality of it and I had to recognize that my reality was different from other people and when you kind of try to bend reality to your wishes it is much harder for you to exist happily because you are resisting once you stop resisting and you just let things flow you realize life gets a whole lot easier um yeah so when i uh for when i first realized uh or had this epiphany as i like to call them uh when i first had this epiphany I wanted to kind of find other ways to ground myself. The exercises that she gave me are good, but they needed to... I needed to find something that worked for me that I didn't feel stupid doing, basically. Because I still felt... Even though I understood... In the moment, I still felt dumb doing it. And this is kind of when I stumbled across the, um, the 
act, the act of mindfulness, uh, which is the act of being. It's the act of being able to sense your surroundings and kind of not manipulating anything around you, just sitting down and chilling and vibing, just existing within yourself. Um, That was probably a really bad um, definition of mindfulness, but... Yeah, it's a way to quiet down your mind and see things from an objective perspective. And like I said before, I need to see things from an objective perspective. See, divine touch. Anyway, anyway, guys, I literally want to name this podcast Divine Guidance because of the way that things keep working out. But anyway, I like the name release. Um, So mindfulness is kind of a way to vacate your body. Just for a second. It's like transcending the human form for a minute, a second, a millisecond, whatever. And at first, uh, when I first tried it, the first thing that I wanted to do or the first way that I saw was meditation. There obviously, like I said before, there are other ways. There are always other ways to approach and by before, I'm referring to, like, with shadow work. There's always other ways to do things if you're interested in them. So first time I tried to do meditation. And when I say meditation, like I said, there are many ways. Um, I was doing the typical sit-down, um, hand on your thigh, um, doing a specific mudra. Mudra is like a, a, finger, a finger positioning. Um, and I would sit. And the first time I did it, I think I meditated for less than five minutes. I definitely didn't feel any better afterwards. And my thoughts, <clears throat> my thoughts were, excuse me, my thoughts were all over the place. And I felt so defeated. I felt like an imposter. I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? This isn't... This isn't it. But then I kept trying and I kept not succeeding. But then I realized just like um, just like before when I had to change my mindset, I realized that I wasn't doing things my way. I had to come to a way that worked for me. So I I started small. Um, I tried to point out the things that were on my mind. What are the thoughts that are running through my mind while I'm meditating? What are the things that I am trying to control that are out of my control. What am I wasting energy on worrying about? Um, And I tried to focus that energy kind of back to myself and focus on what I can control. And in that moment, I don't need to worry about those thoughts. I focus on my breath. Um, Deep, deep inhale through the nose out through the mouth 
and you focus on your breath. And when you focus on your breath, the thoughts kind of fade away. And sometimes um, the thoughts don't go away. And this is why I kind of started journaling. And journaling, I feel like, gets a bad rap, but I communicate through words. We all communicate through words, but um, I find that my thoughts are better and easier to articulate when I write them down. So that's kind of why I started uh, writing poetry and I use my notes app a lot. So I have a physical journal, which I really enjoy, and I have a note journal, which I also really enjoy because it's very convenient. I have it as like a pinned a pinned note in my notes. So it's always, so it doesn't get lost. It's right up at the top um, of the important notes that I have. Um, and that helped me to quiet my thoughts because I was writing out the thoughts I was feeling. And when you start to journal, you don't need to make it all fancy, fancy. You can just say whatever. Be like, I was having a shitty fucking day. Blah, 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 blah. And now the thoughts are kind of out of your head. In the sense that they're not your main focus anymore. So you've gotten them out. Now you can sit down. Try your best to focus on your breath. Um, Yeah. And I've seen this thing all over i saw it on pinterest for no i saw it on uh tiktok first and then i saw it on pinterest and it's this phrase um i don't chase i attract what belongs to me will simply find me and the reason i bring that up is because The universe, God, Allah, the divine source, whatever you call um, your reigning, um, reigning, how did I say reigning, but your Godhead figure, the figure that is above all beings, um, is listening. They're listening and they are waiting for you to surrender control of your life. Because you don't know, you don't know what your life holds. And you stressing about things all the time definitely is not going to change what's going to happen. And that Godhead, that being knows what you want and they know what you need and they know what you're going to get. And having this desperate energy of always worrying about things and always trying always thinking about it and stressing gives off this your energy becomes so desperate and so frownsy for all those who aren't jamaican that means like gross like it's just not it's not giving we it's not um and it shows that you're not ready for what you're asking for because the best way to kind of ask I guess for something is to let your intentions be known and then let it go. 
that sounds i say it like it's easy i know it's not easy i know it's not easy but you let it go and you focus on again the things that you can control while the universe god etc 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 does their work um and i found that i needed to be mindful and stay in that mindful state of being it had to become a state of being for me to successfully be able to meditate and successfully be able to i guess elevate quote unquote my spiritual practices um and the first way that i found that i was being mindful or the first way that i was practicing mindfulness was in the way that I present my energy to other people. So I had to be honest with myself. I'm like, okay, what triggers me? How do I normally react when someone triggers me? How can I change that? Do I need to take this person out of my life? Do I need to take a second, breathe, come back to them? What do I need to do in order to not allow my triggers to trigger me, basically? Um, and like I said before, the, the breath, the deep breath, breathing is so important because it helps you to calm down it helps you to kind of reset your system just it's like a little a little bodily timeout and then you're like okay now i'm ready to go um and i found that with my my ex he triggered the fuck out of me specifically after our breakup he triggered the absolute fuck out of me and i let him do it i let him do it and i let him get a rise out of me and it's like as soon as someone knows that they can get a reaction from you they're gonna keep pushing that shit they're gonna keep doing it because they know that yeah yeah she'll she'll give me because even when you're arguing with someone that adrenaline rush your body can't differentiate between uh, a good i quote unquote good adrenaline rush and bad adrenaline rush your body's just like oh all of these feelings it's like a head rush a lot of people a lot of girls i'm not gonna say girls a lot of people love to argue and they aren't just sometimes they really are arguing for the sake of arguing because it's an adrenaline rush and they may leave feeling shitty but in the moment it's like i don't know it's kind of the same reason that people jump out of planes like they can die but it's like that human need to like go fast or do shit i'm sorry for clapping um go fast or do shit um just to feel it within that moment so i had to think about it i was like do i want this i'm not gonna call him any names um this person to trigger me am i gonna allow this person to trigger me like we're not on the same level energetically and I'm not going to stoop to your level, basically. Um, so for a conversation, 
um, over the phone, over text. Um, don't be like me. Please do not give them a piece of your mind. It doesn't matter how badly they deserve it. It doesn't matter how much you're like this bitch had it coming do not don't don't do it don't do it they don't deserve it what i do personally is as i said i love my notes app um so i write out the thoughts i don't want to keep the thoughts inside of me i write them down i say all of i give the piece of my mind to my notes basically and then I either open a new note or I delete it depending on what the situation is. Actually, no, delete it. Get you got it out. You can you can delete it. Um, and then I write a new note. I write um, something that is something that doesn't. Okay, I'm a very, very sensitive person. So I don't want anyone to come at me with any kind of aggressions or accusations or blah, blah, blah. I don't like it. Um, So I try to approach people in that same way. Um, If I want to be approached with love and grace and understanding, I'm going to approach another human with, Uh, grace love and understanding and obviously that's not easy so that's why you put your little notes in your notes um and i find that when i would let it rip i'm like fuck you i let it rip i would uh feel a lot of regret and guilt uh because i could have handled it better and even if it was even if they deserved it even if it was justified i'd feel like shit after I feel like I could have, instead of saying you're a fucking good for nothing person, you can say, (sighs) you can say that you aren't expressing an energy that I appreciate. You aren't being the person that I want to keep in my circle. So this relationship, this interaction is not for me basically you don't have to say that obviously but i'm just saying like that's you rephrase what you the thought that you're basically still saying it but you're saying it in a calmer way don't let them see you don't let them see you flinch ever like you're you're rock you may be melting on the inside but you're solid um and i am learning to find um gratitude in the shittiest moments i haven't even been listing the points in chronological order yet but in order for us let me do it now in order for us to be here now to be present in the moment um we have to be mindful we have to understand that people are gonna fuck people are gonna fuck us over um, and we have to choose how to approach them to make our space, our moment better than what they expect to happen, if that makes sense. And then my third point is 
don't chase, attract. Um, and then this fourth point is uh, to find gratitude in the shittiest of situations. And I know, I know, I know, like I said before, the present can be so frustrating. I literally fell a few days ago and it was, first of all, it was so embarrassing. I literally fell on a chunk of fucking ice. But anyway, I fell and I fell in front of my Uber. Oh my God. Anyway, um, when I'm in pain, like that physical pain or emotional pain, I try not to bring attention to it. So he asked if I was okay. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. But my arm was hurting. I fell on my wrist and I was like, fuck, my arm is kind of hurting. Went to the doctor and he's like, yeah, you didn't break it, but you pulled out your shoulder when you um, when you kind of pushed your hand out when you fell. So I fucked up my wrist and I pulled out the tendon in my shoulder. And he's like, yeah, we there's no medicine for it. Uh, take a Tylenol, take an Advil and a leave, whatever. Um, and it's supposed to heal. And this man really looked at me and said, it's supposed to heal in three weeks. Try not to use it. Sir, it's my right hand. I, I am right-handed. How the fuck am I supposed to not use my right hand? Um, and he's like, yeah, it's probably going to be really painful. So the Advil Aleve is going to help. Um, but anyway, um, I am trying to find gratitude even within the situation. Because... Um, when it first happened, I was like, shit, my hand, I can't write. Um, I can't do the script for the show or the podcast, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I gave myself five minutes, give yourself five, 10 minutes and just wallow in your pain just feel pity for yourself be like oh woe is me i'm so sad but as soon as that five minutes is over i was cultivating cultivating fuck i was um trying to find the lessons that came from this i was kind of putting a lot of pressure on myself the universe has been telling me to be patient with myself. Um, and obviously other things. But you have to remember that everything works out for your highest good. That's what I had to remind myself. After that five minutes was up in my head, I was like, everything happens for a reason. Everything works out for my highest good. Um, so for me to kind of align with that, I had to be like I said that desperate always thinking about it frustrating worrying energy makes the universe be like okay no because I don't want to break break <sighs> oh heaven forbid um I don't want to hurt myself in vain if that makes sense like I don't want to miss a lesson and then have to go through something even more painful to learn that same lesson so that all to say that I understand the pain of a shitty uh present because i am currently experiencing a shitty present which is not shitty um unfavorable not not aligned with what i want or what i thought my 
beginning of March would look like, basically. Um, and I find that um, a lot of people struggle with gratitude. They kind of, not struggle with gratitude, but they struggle with finding the good in the shitty. It's kind of like shadow work. It's like people would ask me, why would you dig up the shitty parts of your life? Why would you make more pain for yourself? But honestly, I don't see it as making more pain for myself. I see it as healing. I see it as developing the tools to be able to know my weaknesses and to be able to constantly be working on those weaknesses until they become a strength and until I can move on to work on another thing. Um, And obviously this can be and is very painful, but and sometimes it feels like it's less than ideal, but I feel like it's really, 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 really. I can keep saying reallys forever, but a lot of really very, very important that um, you allow yourself that space to heal. And even healing in itself um, feels quite um, unpleasant and I find that a lot of people struggle when not a lot of people we all struggle because pain because healing is painful um, and this is an episode on healing I definitely want to talk about healing but um in another episode. Maybe next episode. Well, I'm not going to say that because like I said in the beginning, I say I'll say one thing and then the next episode is going to be on a totally different thing because I get lead I get led in another way. But all of this to say that life is a journey in itself. Um and it is always the present. Uh, focusing on the future, you're ignoring the present, means you're literally ignoring your life because you're looking ahead. You're always looking ahead and you're never looking in front of you. I like that. You're always looking ahead and you're never looking in front of you. Um, But take a second, take a moment, take a breather to just be within yourself and look around yourself and find... Actually... I'm going to ask you guys to do a little thing for me. Find uh, 10 things. Find 10 things that you are grateful for in your life, no matter how shitty. And I know for some people, this list may be so easy. And for other people, it may feel like you're literally pulling teeth, like it's so painful. But please, literally um, DM me. If you have my number, text me. Like I want to see what your 10 things are like what your list of things to be grateful are because once you uh put yourself in that space of gratitude 
uh, that's when the universe, the universe really likes when you, I don't want to say universe again, it can be that divine being, that Godhead that you, um, that all knowing um, being that you um, have within your spiritual practice. Um, They like when you say thank you, because you have accepted the blessing for what it is, bless it could be a blessing in disguise, but you're accepting what it is that you have right now, and you are loving, quote unquote loving, because sometimes we don't love it, but um, you are aware. Let's use aware, aware of what is in front of you, and you're working with it. How do they know that they can give you better if you're not grateful for what's in front of you? How, if you can't recognize the good in front of you, how can you upgrade? Um, and yeah, that's kind of all I have to say. Thank you for listening. Um, please be patient with yourself. Please make sure that you're drinking lots of water, that you're eating well, that you're sleeping well. And yeah. I hope you guys have a great next two weeks. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.